Hoffman. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are on this beautiful fall day. I hope this finds you doing well. Maybe you're out for a walk or a run, or maybe you're just uh, relaxing at your fa- in your favorite spot in your home. Maybe halfway in a nap world. I love taking naps. Those are awesome. Maybe you just want to reflect a little bit and thought, oh, I'll listen to Coffee in Christ and uh, get a little bit of the word in and and uh, and get some thoughts. So I'm, I'm Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee in Christ. So let's jump right in this morning. For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. So I think the key for me there is the word awareness. I mean, that has been such an amazing word uh, for me and just all of its connotations. You guys, for me, if I, if I um, give myself grace and uh, just continually search for new awareness, in other words, I'm opening, I'm open to new things. I'm open to new thoughts that, that maybe I've been closed to in the past. So it's just, I think it's a beautiful thing to um, become aware of something new and not try to fight it or not try to um, dismiss it just because it goes contrary to your beliefs. You know, that at that point when you're when you're tempted to dismiss new awareness, you know, take a step and really think into it, reflect a little bit. Because there may be a golden nugget there that you're not even aware of. At least that's what I found in my life. So I just love that. I love that verse. And today we're gonna get into this is a family plan that we started. Making time to spend time together with your family is the foundation of building relationships. Dr. Jim A. Talley says relationships go up when you spend conflict-free time together. Amen. That is so true. Implementing a regular family night is a great way to keep that foundation intact and to simply enjoy being together. You know, that is something that we created. Gosh, I don't even know how long ago it was. But it's been at least a year running. Brenda would be able to correct me on that. And it has been wonderful. With all the sports, extracurricular activities, school and church functions, and more that we pack into our busy lives these days, time easily slips away from us. If we're not intentional about putting family time on the schedule, chances are it won't happen. And as time goes by, everyone in the family will eventually become so used to doing their own thing that then family time together just feels awkward. Yeah, it's kind of like a slow, <laughs> it's like a slow poison, right? So I, I agree with this. You have to be intentional. Don't let that happen in your family. Be intentional intentional about making regular family time a priority. Eat together, play games together, laugh and have a good time. Do something together as a family and be sure you choose things that are fun for everybody. Make fun memories together as a family. And here's a quote. Teenagers don't rebel against authority. They rebel against a lack of relationship. Ooh, that is so good. The other things that we've done, just as examples, we 
course, we didn't do it this year with COVID, but we'd always do a family <clears throat> vacation with the kids, you know, camping somewhere, somewhere new and different. We'd do a trip into Chicago, play pickleball earlier in the year. So, yeah, I think this is one that, um, you know, we, we, we are aware of. And I think that, you know, it is a good reminder. It really is to make it intentional. And you guys, one of my pet peeves are these extracurricular activities going on on Sundays. I just... Matter of fact, I think I can't remember if I was dreaming or, you know, you're in a half dream state. And I, I dreamed I was up in front of these guys that were in charge of saying that. I just asked them, how many of you are Christians? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't think it went too well for me. Or maybe it was a city council or something. I was trying to do something to impact this Sunday um, extracurricular activity thing. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, you know, the point is be intentional. Okay, we were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. So I think, you know, my, my takeaway from this chapter is, you know, continue to be intentional and that quote about teenagers rebel against no relationships. That's the key. I really love that. It's not authority. It's about no relationships. I love it. All right. So now, you guys, let's go to... And I'm in Re Revelations now. And this is the first time I've ever read Revelations. And so far, it's kind of strange for me so we'll just see what uh today has in store <clears throat> so i'm in um let me make sure i'm in the right place here yeah i think i'm gonna read revelations 8 since he opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour and i saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel, who had a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer, with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense, together with the prayers of God's people, went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hall and fire, hail and fire, mixed with blood. Ooh. And it hurled down on earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea was turned into blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. 
A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the other three angels. <clears throat> I'm going to go into nine as well. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the the shaft of the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke, locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of scorpions on the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So that's the thing. You want to have the <laughs> When this happens, you want to have the seal of God, right? I think so. They were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes. During those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails with stingers like scorpions, and in their tails they had power to torment people for five, five months. They had, a, they had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek is Apollyon that is the destroyer their first woe the first woe is past two other woes are yet to come the sixth angel sounded his trumpet and i heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before god it said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet release the four angels who are found at the great river euphrates and the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols they cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Holy moly, you guys. All right, yeah, so this is kind of dark stuff. Again, the first time I've ever read um, Revelation. And uh, what I'm taking from this 
you know, thus far is that, you know, there will be a judgment. And again, I'm just winging it here. There could be, there, there will be a judgment day one day. We don't know when it's going to be. Um, and, and I think it gets back to awareness for me. It's like everyone has a chance to become aware of our loving God. He is just love, love personified. And this world that we're in now is Satan's world because of the, I guess they call it the original sin. Um, so this is Satan's world and, and we who are following Christ, um, are in this world, but we're not of this world. So the message for me thus far, and again, this is just one person's perspective is that once you become aware of those things, you just really have to follow follow Jesus and, and follow God. That's why, you know, God sent Jesus here to show us how we should live in this fallen world. Um, so that, you know, and, and to know that one day there will be judgment and we don't know when that's going to be. So it's, um, it's, to me, that is kind of like the fear when they say the fear of God or the fear of the Lord or it's like, he he is he's aware of our hearts and what we are honoring and if we're honoring anything above him if we have any false idols like even those people after all those plagues came through and there were still some people are like nope I'm still hanging on to those after they saw all those things happen I'm like dude come on now it's like how far gone have do you have to be to just hang on and hang on and hang on to things of this world. Um, so, you know, I think this is good because Revelation, it's like we as humans kind of need that bookend. Like, okay, this isn't just going to go on infinitely. That <laughs> it is going to end at some point. And when it does end, you know, you want to, I want to make sure that, you know, I've done, I've done the best that I, that I know how to do with my current awareness of, of, you know, of, of, of God and what he wants of me. And it is, it, it is, it is tough. I think it can be tough. I'll say that it can be tough. Um, you know, I, there was a point in my life where I was really caught up in this world stuff because I didn't know any better. <laughs> That's my me giving myself grace. I was not aware of God at all. Some of you know my story. <clears throat> so all I knew was this world stuff and, and the lie that is, you know, you work hard, you save a bunch of money, pay off your house, pay off your car, and you're going to live happily ever after. Well, that's not true. It is a lie. You cannot honor God and money at the same time. And... I was fortunate in that I was able to live that. I was able to have everything that the American dream says that you need 
and I discovered it was hollow. <laughs> so that got me on the path late in life to, to search for more meaning, something more. And for me, it was, it was God. And if you're listening to this and, you know, I don't know if, <laughs> who knows, right? If you're listening to this and you haven't made that discovery, well, kudos to you for listening to a podcast called Coffee in Christ. Because <laughs> that shows that shows a huge curiosity there, which is amazing. Um, so, you know, if that's, if that's where you're at, keep following that curiosity. That would be my advice to you. Because it's, it's, it's so awesome. On the other side of this world's craziness. <laughs> yeah, and I think 2020, right? It's been... If you are a person of this world in 2020, oh my goodness, I can't imagine trying to survive in this world in 2020 without God. Just because of the richness and the peace and the joy and the fulfillment and the contentment that he gives during any circumstance. So that is, that is super, super awesome in my mind. So, so yeah, I think so far through Revelations, that's what I'm getting is that we need, as humans, I need to know there is an end point. And it's kind of like, and again, this is my personality, but it's kind of like cool. It's like, it could happen tomorrow. I mean, all this stuff could start happening tomorrow. So I want to make sure I've got the seal on my head because I don't want to go through that crazy stuff. You know, and my heart is is for God and my heart is 100% to do the work that he wants me to do here on earth in the short time that I'm here. So that's what I've committed my life to now. This season of my life, and I'm sure all the way through the end of my life, that's what I'm going to be doing, is uh, the best way I can, guided by the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm going to I'm going to do what I'm called to do using my talents and gifts and skills to the best of my ability and know that I'm going to get crazy looks. I'm going to get, you know, people that are just like, they don't understand. That's okay. For every person that does understand, for every person that turns to God as a result of something, and I'm just planting seeds. That's all I'm doing. God does the transformational work. If I can plant a seed with somebody, that'll lead to them actually finding God and following Jesus. Holy cow, how cool is that? That is truly um, glory to God on that because that's what it's all about. We all have that opportunity. We really do. I believe that. So now let's go to the verse of the day. You can live as close to me as you choose. I set up no barriers between us. Neither do I tear down barriers that you erect. People tend to think their circumstances determine the quality of their lives. So they pour their energy into trying to control those situations. They feel happy when things are going well and sad or frustrated when things don't turn out as they hoped. They rarely question this correlation between their circumstances and feelings. Yet it is possible to be content in any in every situation. 
put more energy into trusting me and enjoying my presence. Don't let your well-being depend on your circumstances. Instead, connect with your joy. Connect your joy to my precious promises. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will meet all your needs according to my glorious riches. Nothing in all creation will be able to separate you from my love. That is amazing if you think about it. There's no circumstance that God isn't there with you. And circumstances do not dictate my life. It's amazing. I love it. That allows me to be calm in the storm. Um, And when I'm not calm, I, I need to reflect and say, okay, God, what was I missing? Did ego creep in? Something, something crept in there. And I have to reflect and, and just say, ah, okay, I'm learning. <laughs> Believe me, that happens every day. Every day. But the good part is, the more you practice this, the easier it gets and the more it fills your day. So you can live close to to him every second of every day. I believe that's possible to do that. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. That's from Philippians. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. That's Genesis. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. More Philippians. And finally, Romans. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, there is nothing in this world that can separate us from our God except for us. (laughs) We We can erect the walls. I can erect the walls that can separate and he won't tear them down he'll just be like okay you know I'll have to tear them down so it is truly in my control that's the thing about our God is so awesome that we always have to take the step toward him he's not going to magic wand us if that's the case he could have magic wand this whole thing and we wouldn't have had original sin and everything would be lovely here on earth but it doesn't work that way we have a choice to make and our thoughts determine everything you know what we believe so so i would just say i believe in god and god is love and anything that contradicts that is satan <laughs> i try to keep it simple for me you guys and that's and that does it um So yeah, those are my reflections for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast this morning. Uh, Reach out to us, like the podcast, subscribe to it. That really helps. Share it with your friends. Um, Listen to it with a group of friends and then have discussions yourselves about about, um, the different things that I went through today. That's really rich when you you discuss with other people Um, because everybody has a different perspective and and there's, there's gold in those those different perspectives. Again, if you're open to new awareness, that is the key. So Robert Bolden, intentional gatherer, 
Life Transform, getting people out of isolation and into community. Until next time, have a fantastic rest of your day.